0: You are listening to an ounce, season three, episode thirty, two stones. You are listening to an ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Have you ever played with one of those little brain teaser puzzles? made from two pieces of metal. They're usually intertwined in some way that makes them seem impossible to separate. But there's a way. It takes finding the right perspective and innovative thinking to figure it out. Sometimes the solution appears to be counterintuitive. Once solved, the solution seems so simple. Ever had one of those puzzles? In this case, I'm talking about a problem or challenge in life that seems to have no solution. The kind of thing that just... Plagues you, makes you scratch your head, and seems impossible to overcome. So often you just live with it. There is a story that might help us take a step back and see the power of thinking differently. There once was an old tinsmith who had struggled his whole life to get ahead, but fortunes never seemed to turn in his favor. He was skilled, and his work was prized, but no matter what he did, It all seemed to just sink him deeper into debt. It wasn't always that he was a poor businessman, though he was. Sometimes it was because he had a soft heart, and he tried to help people at his own expense. Soft heart or poor business acumen, either way, the time came when he was sunk. His creditor would no longer extend credit to him. His debts far outweighed his worth, and he was beyond bankrupt. There was nothing he could do. The creditor a dangerously ambitious and unattractive man with a rather dark disposition, proposed a sly solution to this tinsmith. The creditor would pay off all of the debts, including those to other creditors. The tinsmith would even get to keep his tools, assets, and storefront. But there was an awful risk and a price that could be unbearably high. In exchange for being released from all his debts, the tinsmith would have to play a game of chance with the creditor, a game that would potentially set the man free of his debts with no conditions, or set him free of his debts but forfeit his daughter as wife to the creepy creditor. The tinsmith was heartbroken, trapped, and without any other recourse to reclaim any kind of life outside of spending the rest of his existence in debtor's prison. The tinsmith discussed his predicament with his daughter. She loved her soft-hearted father and could not bear to see his life wasted in chains. So, in spite of trepidation and out of love for her father, she consented to the creditor's proposition. A game of chance. At least her father would be free and not die in prison. And maybe it wouldn't be so bad. If luck were on their side, she might be free too. but. She knew the creepy creditor's reputation. He always seemed to get what he wanted. The tinsmith consented with heavy heart to that game of chance that would set him free, but that might rob him of his beloved daughter. The creditor smiled one of his creepy smiles and cackled dryly. They would meet outside the tinsmith's store first thing in the morning. The sun rose and the day began and the father and his daughter met and waited outside the store with heavy and fearful hearts. Word had gotten out, and a crowd had gathered to see what would happen. The creditor arrived, and setting to the task, quickly he pulled a small pouch from his pocket. Here are the rules, he said. I will gather two small stones from the street, one white, one black, and conceal them inside this pouch. While I hold the pouch, your daughter will reach inside without looking and select one stone. There are three possible outcomes. If one, the stone is white, she is free. And so are you. If two, the stone is black, you, sir, are free, but she is mine. And three, if she chooses no stone, she is free, but you go to prison. He walked a few feet away and bent over to gather two stones. Fumbled around and dropped two stones into the pouch. Though she had been speaking to her father, the daughter, from the corner of her eye, learned why the creditor seemed to always get what he wanted. He cheated. In this case, he quickly placed two black stones into the pouch. The creditor walked back, his smile showing his ugly teeth, with his arm outstretched in the pouch with two black stones concealed inside the pouch in his hand. It's time, he said. Let's get this done. I have placed two stones in the pouch, one white and one black. Choose and seal your fate. The daughter quickly considered her options. It appeared there were three. One, she could decline to get a stone, and her father loses his freedom. She, too, could pull both black stones out of the bag, showing that the creditor cheated, ending the game voiding its result and leaving the creditor free to send her father to prison in spite of his cheating being discovered. Or three, she could reach in, pick a stone, and sacrifice herself by marrying the creepy, cheating creditor, but sparing her father imprisonment. As she reached into the bag, she had a crazy idea, and she smiled. She selected a stone and held it tightly in her hand so no one could see it. And with a bold look in her eye, she turned her back on the creditor, opened her hand, and dropped the stone to the ground, where it mixed quickly with all the others. Then she turned again to face her father and the cheater. Oh, how silly of me. I'm so nervous I dropped the stone I plucked from your pouch, and it's lost. But no matter. Open the bag to see which stone remains, and we'll know which one I picked. The eyes of the cheater went wide. Then his face went red with anger as he opened the bag to reveal a black stone. And since, as he had attested, there was assuredly in the bag two stones, one white, one black, the daughter must have selected and dropped the white one. Her boldness and quick thinking had set her free and her father. There were cheers and applause in the crowd. The creditor clenched his teeth and, Beads of sweat appeared on his bald head. He dared not reveal his own dishonesty in front of the crowd that had gathered to watch this spectacle. "'I will cover your debts, and you're both free,' he hissed. And so it was that a brilliant daughter, with a flash of inspiration and thinking outside the box, freed her father and confounded the creepy, cheating creditor. So here's the ounce.' There is always a good solution. The problem is being able to see it. To correct an impossible situation, it takes innovation. It takes hope. It takes boldness. It takes a mind and a heart that are willing to entertain that the impossible is possible. The only reason anything is impossible is because no one has done it yet. Don't give up. And that's it. And Alice. Submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. I win. How do you keep winning? It's easy. I cheat. You what? Uh Uh-oh. Dang it. Jeez.